Hello and welcome back to season one, episode two of Buzzwords, conversations about teaching and learning at SU, where we talk about teaching and learning, yes, here at Shenandoah University. Hopefully a lot more than that, not just teaching and learning, but that is kind of the name of the game. Before we get going on things, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Shenandoah University's transformative teaching and learning team, led by the Karen, don't call her Karen, Lucas. <laughs> thank you all very much for your support and the idea of getting this going. Uh, Karen, if you all don't know her, you need to get to know this woman. She is absolutely amazing. Uh, my name is Joey Gariziak. I am the director of esports here, and I will serve as kind of your MC for today's episode anyway. Uh, but joining me, as always, is Scott King and Melissa Smeltzer-Craft. But Melissa, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit to the people out there? Hi, Melissa Smeltzer-Craft. Uh, I am the head women's basketball coach here at Shenandoah University. I have dabbled uh, with some classes as an adjunct, um, not activated this season, this spring semester, um, but looking forward to learning from you guys and what you guys are going through as on the academic side of campus. Perfect, perfect. And Scott, tell us about yourself. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Thanks, Melissa. I had the pleasure of hanging out on a Zoom call this past Saturday night, which Melissa was a, uh, a welcome background participant. She was a, a little bit hoarse from her uh, her basketball coaching that day. Um, Melissa, your, your voice, is it better? Much better, much better. Just salt, 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 just to get ready for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it sounded a little, little shaky Saturday night. For sure. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, speaking of Melissa, last episode, I want to apologize for mansplaining, <laughs> I think it was the Canvas student view. Typical Scott King. <laughs> I know. As a man, as a white man, as a professor, I have a habit of white-splaining, mansplaining <laughs> way too often. And my wife, Courtney, she appreciated Melissa's um, clarification that, yes, she can use context clues very well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to try to not do that this episode. Perfect. We will we will definitely try to avoid that, Scott. Uh, and also, so that is our team that you all hear out there. Our producer is Xander Merle Smith. He is our graduate assistant and MBA student extraordinaire, handling really all the technical things as far as this podcast goes, from the recording to the sound to making sure all of our microphones work. Because I have no clue how all this is set up. So thank goodness we have him helping us out. Uh, and that is our team that you get to listen to today. And before we get to our illustrious guest, we will talk a little bit about how we have been doing this week uh, with, I mean, it's been, uh, I guess, two weeks since we've recorded our last podcast. And it's been a strange last couple of weeks with, of course, the weather that we've been having has been uh, wreaking havoc, I guess, not just on the Shenandoah University community, but a lot of people around the country. I know that Scott King's favorite thing to talk about is the weather, especially when schools get canceled, he loves, just loves it when his kids are out of school at the very threat of a snow delay. So, Scott, what have the last couple of weeks been like for you as far as the weather is concerned? Well, thanks, Joey. I'll, uh, I'll take my Parent of the Year award right now. I hate having to be home entertaining, <laughs> entertaining slash educating slash taking care of my kids on days when they should be at school. And even now with the hybrid learning, they can only go into school twice Per week, Mondays and Thursdays are their days in Winchester Public Schools. And my wife, Courtney, and I, we did the math last night. In the month of February, you know, they should have been to school maybe six, seven times. Besides today, they've been to school once. 
on the Monday Thursday rotation. If you look back at the snow days and President's days that we've had, yep, um, Mondays and Thursdays falling falling out. So we've had the kids a lot at home. Today they're not at home, so I'm elated. <laughs> Scott's happy today. <laughs> you sound bummed they've been at home so much, Scott. Well, you know it's it's quarantine. <laughs> We're at home all the time, and if you can leave the house to go to work and trust that you know your kids are somewhere being taken care of and taught. Um, that's a, that's a blessing yeah. and, and that's a privilege. And I am, I am glad that, that we have schools where they can safely go to school and, uh, hasn't been touched by, by COVID that badly. So, you know, we're blessed, but still gets under my skin when they can't go to school. Yeah. One of those things that we could probably let you rant about for a while mm, is, mm. is getting the school canceled with, yeah. there's no actual snow going on out there. One of my, one of my favorite things to do is to wait to see if there's any school cancellations, at the threat of snow and then looking for Scott's posts on Facebook to see him <laughs> rant about not being able to send his, send his kids to school. But I'm the same way, Scott, with, with our kids. They're Monday, Thursday as well. Mm-hmm. And the Mondays just haven't been happening this month. And, you know, at home, it's tough when we've got to entertain them, teach them, um, trying to coach them up a little bit. And speaking of coaching, segue, uh, Melissa, I wanted to ask you about coaching in a pandemic with a mask on because I did a little coaching Baseball, football, when I coached high school a little bit, but I can't imagine having to coach with a mask on and what that feels like. So can you tell us a little bit about what that experience is and and kind of what your thoughts about coaching with a mask on during all this? Yeah. Um, first, I'll say this. The athletes are wearing a mask and they are running around. Cool. Um, so they deserve all the credit. I will shamelessly say that to plug them. They're the real like rock stars trying to do the right thing. Um up in the WAC, the Wilkins Athletic and Events Center, um, we've had the vaccine clinic. So wearing a mask is more important than ever as we have guests coming in to get their first dose, second dose of the vaccine. Uh, coaching in a mask is challenging. Uh, our athletes don't have to wear a mask in the games. The, the five women on the floor do not have to wear a mask during the actual game. So then I'm in a mask. The refs are in masks. Hmm. Um, it sort of looks like kind of like an elephant tusk because their mask goes around their whistle. Um, oh, it's yeah. certainly unique. We also have had an electronic whistle. I have an electronic whistle at practice now. It's really weird. But coaching in a mask is interesting because you have this added kind of hurdle in terms of processing information and screaming. And then you just are so in your own head about it that I have depleted my voice at uh, double the rate in which I usually do. And I think it's mostly mental, but um, that mask is definitely a barrier in some ways. I feel like the the sound is coming right back into my throat in some, mm-hmm. some instances, but it's been okay. Honestly, it's, it's part of what we have to do. It is what it is. Um, I just want to say this about the weather. It's 70 and sunny in the gym. Um, so I haven't really I'd had like too to much disrupt- disruptions up there. And unlike your schooling situation, practice rarely gets canceled for weather. And just a shout out to our physical plant family that does an excellent job 24-7, 365 yes, to sure. clear the spaces for everybody to use the facilities, especially our athletics family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big shout out to Physical Plan and everybody else here at SU to keep us going, keep us running. Uh, huge shout out. You know, it's been it's been difficult with everything going on with masks, with weather and everything else. And of course, weather in Virginia this time of the year, you just have no clue what's coming. It could be 70 and sunny, not only in the gym, but outside. 
someday in, in early March, but it could also be 30 degrees and snowing someday in March. Uh, so it definitely keeps us on our toes, not only for that side of things, but also teaching wise. Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit here, especially with our guest talking about her experiences with teaching around this time of the year. Uh, but before we get there, I mentioned this is episode number two, but to catch us up from episode number one, Scott, why don't you tell us about episode number one and some of the metrics we've been seeing from that episode? Yeah, well, episode number one was available on Podbean, is available on Pod, Podbean, subuzzwords.podbean.com. It's also now on Apple Podcasts, aka iTunes. On Podbean, we've had 51 downloads, so not too bad. We only started advertising the podcast a little bit through word of mouth and um, in some newsletters. Now it's getting there. Let's get to 100 after this podcast. So listeners, tell your friends. <laughs> On Apple Podcasts, we need subscribers. We need people to rate and review this podcast. I think we have two reviews there right now, and I have contributed 50% <laughs> of those two reviews. I did give us five stars. Feel free to rate it as you wish, but we need those ratings and reviews. Nice, nice. Of course. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. And yeah, let's get to 100. Let's let, and I guess weather pun intended here, let's let it snowball a little bit. All right. And see if we can get more listeners out there listening to the podcast we have going on. We had a great time last week. We had Alita Gibson on here last week talking about psychology and her teaching experiences. A quick shout out to her counseling practice. If you have any questions for Alita about her counseling practice, please make sure to email her at alitagibson at pursuingbetterment.com. That's Alita Gibson at PursuingBetterment.com to find out more about her counseling practice. And also any topics, questions, comments, concerns, um, you know, if you want to send us a check, you can get our where you can send that check to our email address, buzzwords at su.edu for anything about this buzzwords crew and cast that we have going on with this brand new podcast. So make sure to send anything you want to our email address, buzzwords at su.edu and check out the new website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. That's a brand new website on the interwebs, subuzzwords.podbean.com. So make sure to check that out. Okay, let's move into the main event here of this podcast today. We have another fantastic guest. And for your viewing pleasure today, I get to introduce Dr. Montressa Washington from the business school. And let me tell you a little bit about Montressa before we let her chime in with everything she's going to talk about today. Montressa is the co-director of the Shenandoah University Institute for Entrepreneurship and is an assistant professor of management in the School of Business. She has her bachelor's, bachelor's in English, I guess I need to take that, bachelor's in English from the University of Maryland College Park, her MBA in international business and marketing from Johns Hopkins, and her PhD in management from Case Western Reserve University. Dr. Washington teaches courses in entrepreneurship and design thinking. She's worked in management consulting for 17 years, specializing in change management, technology adoption, and business transformation before transitioning into academia. She holds a Society for Human Resource Management, SCP certification, and teaches courses in human resources at the university, as well as for SHRM. She's a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, uh, Zonta International, and Leaderships Maryland and Howard County. Montressa, welcome to the show. Thank you, everybody. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we are very excited to have you on here today. And we are going to go through our normal segments that we mm -hmm. grill and drill to every uh, 
guests that we have on the podcast. And we will start with talking about our highs and lows, which is really over the last couple of weeks, what has been one of those kind of best things, the high of the last two weeks, and what has also been a low. And we're going to let all of our uh, our 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 guest as well as our anchors talk about this and we're going to start with scott let's start with your highs and lows over the last two weeks ah hmm i think i've alluded to mine a little bit the low would have to be all the snow days um the high would be saturday night when my fiji 2015 GCP group had a Zoom reunion. There were 12 of us who got to travel to Fiji with Shenandoah in 2015. And now six years later, we got 11 of the 12 of us back together on Zoom, including Melissa's wife, Ashley Smeltzer-Craft. And Melissa was a welcome background um, commentator during that meeting as well. More of a heckler. More of a heckler, I think. (laughs) Melissa, (laughs) I was just heckling. Yeah. My, uh, I agree with Scott. I've kind of alluded to some things. I think the, the, I'll say a low. I just never know what day it is. What day is it? I have no idea what day it is. And this has been going on for almost a year. Um, but the high I would say continues to be being able to work with my student athletes. And I just feel so lucky that I get to be in the same room as they are and, and interact with them in as much of a normal way as possible. And I know a lot of people are envious of that. Yeah, that's that's a great point, Melissa. And I'm going to echo that high is being able to work with some of our students here face to face. You know, it's we don't get to do that all the time. A lot of our colleagues at other universities certainly don't get to do that. And and it's kind of strange thinking about all the online teaching and things that we do. But we at least here at Shenandoah get to do some hybrid, get to be in front of our students in the same room at some time. So always a good thing to do. I'll say another high that that I have the last couple of weeks, I got to buy the Oculus Quest 2 virtual reality system, which is absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can be educational. It can be a lot of fun, but it can also be some fitness. And if you've ever played Beat Saber on expert level, you actually get a nice sweat going. Uh, So I will say Mm -hmm. that playing virtual reality, a lot of fun. My eight-year-old is loving it a little too much these days, which also kind of goes with my low that she keeps hogging it. (laughs) <laughs> My eight-year-old is hogging, absolutely hogging the headset and not letting me play as much of ER as I'd like to. Uh, but she's gotten to take some cool tours of Paris and of Sydney and other things in virtual reality, um, as well as, yes, playing some games. She's worked as an auto mechanic, and she loves that career. So maybe there's a future there for her. I don't know. Uh, but certainly nice. enjoying being an auto mechanic there in VR. So the highs and lows center around VR, but also being around our students here at Shenandoah and around other awesome faculty and staff that we have here, like on this podcast. Uh, Montressa, how about your highs and lows? All right. Well, my highs and lows, actually, the core is the same is the same situation. And um, a few weeks ago, um, award winning legendary actress Cecily Tyson passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, so this, the, the low is, you know, this is somebody who I admired and definitely think an icon, you know, in particular for women in Hollywood. So that was my low. But the high is that um, she was a member of um, the sorority I belong to, Delta Sigma Theta. And we have Mm. a beautiful, beautiful ceremony that we do for sorors who have passed away. And we had we uh, were able to have that um, via Zoom. Well, not via Zoom, but virtually. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful um, ceremony and experience. So that was it. Wow. 
Excellent. That is fantastic, Montressa. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Montressa, we're going to roll into this next segment and hopefully we'll just keep rolling here. I want you to give us your Hornet hot take. So give us a rant about anything you would like. All right. My rant has to do with the COVID-19 vaccine sign up. All right. So, Joey, you mentioned in my background that, um, you know, I have experience in change management or behavior transformation. I think this rates as like a D minus in terms of you say your target audience are people over 75, 85 years old in nursing homes. You say that's your target audience, but the way you have to sign up is on multiple websites. You have no idea what to click on. You have no idea if you've done it correctly. You just are completely confused. And I'm just, it's just, I scratch my head. Like the people you want to do this have no idea how to do it. (laughs) That is not design thinking. At all. Yeah, I don't think yeah. Scott knows how to do it either. He's kind of in oh. that situation. <laughs> I am not going to try to mansplain anything, <laughs> anything about vaccinations. Well, that is a fire take. Thank you, Montressa. Did you want to elaborate anymore? Oh, no. Um, okay. I just want them to fix it. I, I yeah. felt that in my soul. I yes. felt that. That was real. That yes. is real, yeah. real, real. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. So, Montressa, next segment. A buzzword of your choosing, something that has to do with teaching. What's something mm-hmm. that's been on your mind lately? Mm-hmm. What's been on my mind lately is this buzzword around soft skills. In particular, in the school of business, um, in the business world, we are told, well, employers want you know new graduates that have really good soft skills. So first of all, I think it's, it is kind of a buzzword because what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. And how do you teach it? And How do you know it if someone even has soft skills? So that's my buzzword. And what I've done to, I guess, try to do something positive around soft skills is give my students opportunities um, to learn how to really put their voice in the room and speak up and show up, you know, with cameras on when we're using Zoom Mm -hmm. and making sure they feel comfortable, you know, from a communication standpoint, both written and oral. And then also trying to infuse or instill some sense of business acumen, you know, where they're able to look at a situation from multiple aspects of business, not just what their discipline is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So soft skills relating to communication. What else would you put in there? Yeah, because I think that's one of the biggest ones, Scott. I think that's where so many people struggle is communication. Yes. And now mm-hmm. that we're all on Zoom and we're all in yes. masks. Yes. It can't be any easier. No. No. All right. Soft skills. Very important. I, as a psychologist, as a social psychologist, I'm with you there, Montressa. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Next topic, tool time. This one, let us know about a teaching tool that you have gotten more into in this uh, in this day and age of Zoom and mm-hmm. everything else we've been going mm-hmm. through, I would say um, I'm really trying to work on tools that allow some kind of visual type representation. So I try to incorporate TED Talk videos in my mm-hmm. lectures, I'm inviting guest speakers so students get a break from me. 
you know, my voice, my face, my point of view. Um, also, I try out, I know you asked for one tool, but I try to use a whole bunch of stuff. I also use tools. Um, there's this one tool I use, Answer Garden. And what Ooh, it allows you that. to do is to do a real-time word cloud. So you can ask the students a question like, you know, well, what did you learn today? Or what are three things you're going to take away from today's lecture? And they can all open up this URL and type in their thoughts. And what will happen is that a, a word cloud is formed real time um, in front of your face. And it's a really good visual uh, yeah. to represent thoughts, you know, but I love tools. So um, just know I experiment a lot and I'm very comfortable <laughs> if something doesn't work out well. So I experienced that. I also participate in, you know, any kind of, anytime I can find some kind of webinar or something going on for teaching tools. Um, there's one I just found out about Giphy.com. Oh yeah. Yeah. I never, who knew, right? So if you want, you know. G-I-P-H-Y. Well, this one is G-I-P-H-Y. F is in Frank, F is in Frank, Y. Oh, that's a Ooh. different one. Yeah. Okay. So if you Tell need us. some kind of giphy, you know, some kind of like little silly, um, you know, meme or something, go find one and you can use it in your presentations. Yeah. Giphy, the one with the pH, that's that's where I go to. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. And, and it's, you know, you, you download them. Or you don't even have to download them. You just no. copy the image yes. off the website. Yes. And then you paste it in there. And that you can type in anything and it'll give you a GIF. Or is it yes. GIF? Melissa, what do you say? GIF or GIF? Oh, boy. I don't know. I go back and forth all the time. I just have to say this about tool time. Both weeks, I have learned so much in this segment. And Montressa, I'm sure you can go on and on um, adding more tools. And I, I just hope that you guys as educators, I, I would agree that I feel like I'm an educator. Obviously, my classroom is different. But as educators, you don't have enough tools. You can never use enough tools right now. Mm -hmm. And you probably feel so spread thin that there's now two versions of Jiffy websites. I mean, what does that say about where we are in 2021? Yeah. Um, but oh, my goodness. You are working beyond a reasonable doubt to reach your students. Mm -hmm. And I hope, I hope that they appreciate this. I hope that they, and we talk about this within our basketball team and especially with our basketball scouts, if the way we do this reaches just one person and it clicks, it'll be worth it. And I know I can feel that from you, Montressa, that you are working really hard to reach your students in any way that they will receive it. Well, Melissa, thank you for that. Because You're I welcome, Montressa. I do. I, it, it's true. I mm -hmm. I think about, you know, my teaching and what I'm going to do in class every day. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm always on the lookout. Like um, when I teach my HR classes, I, HR is a topic, you know, human resources. Sometimes it's hard for students to really understand it if you've never had a job. Right. And yeah, so I talk right. about things in the book that really may not make sense. So I have what I call my segment HR in the news and I'll just pull up news sources. And every single day there's something about HR, whether or not it's companies that are trying to force people um, to take um, the vaccination or else you can't work there. Whether it's not all the states and the debate about minimum wage, raising minimum wage, if it's, you know, the legalization of marijuana on any level, it, it, that's an HR issue. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I always am looking for what can I pull from real life mm -hmm. and bring it into the class. 
And that's what's so cool about your experience is that you have so much real world experience that you bring to the classroom. Um, and I, I know that you've had several of my student athletes and they just love your classes, oh, Montressa. All right. Enough, enough boosting your ego. All right. All right, all right let's move right. on. Um, <laughs> hit us with uh, you thought you knew. You can share anything about what we shouldn't be knowing about your department. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a lot going on, you know, in the school of business and we're going through, you know, we've, we have a, a dean that's um, been with us probably now going on two years, which is exciting. Um, we are always looking at ways to connect more to the community. So we are putting programs in place where we are going out in the community, having um, events, you know, where people in the community can attend. So I would say our connection to the community is what's, I guess, new and hot. Yeah. Good point. And Montressa, maybe I won't say it here, but she just got an awesome grant as well. Montressa, tell us a little bit about that grant. Yes. Oh, yes. Let me tell you, I got, I received this grant from the Truist Foundation, which is the new company between BBT Bank and SunTrust Bank. And what I'm going to be doing is a business accelerator. So this summer, uh, we are going to have an opportunity to have participants from some from SU, some from the community, but um, over about a seven week period, I will be teaching new entrepreneurs how to start and grow their businesses. Amazing. Yeah, well, that's great. Congratulations. Fantastic opportunity yeah. there. And, and Montress has really been spearheading that awesome project and, and got that very well-deserved grant. So it's going to be really exciting to see her in action and hear the stories, uh, mm-hmm. certainly coming out this summer. So Montressa, congratulations on that grant. And uh, please keep us posted on that so we can brag more about you. Even though you might not brag about yourself, we'll brag about you as much as we possibly can because you're doing some amazing things. And we really appreciate all the work you're putting in. Well, thank you. Absolutely. And Montressa, I'm going to throw it back to you to plug anything you might want to plug here. This this is your chance to kind of brag about something else that's going on or let people know about maybe some events or anything else going on in the community that you want them to know about. But this is your chance to plug something for the listeners to know. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say, you know, definitely stay close to communications from SU um, because one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to start implementing Um, like these three hour workshops that I will be doing virtually, but it's an opportunity for anybody who thinks they might even want to start a business in three hours, I'm going to help you work through an idea and come up with a high level, what we call business model canvas. And it's an opportunity for you to see on one page, what your business will look like and give you some insight first into whether or not you should do it. And if so, what are some of the things you need to do? So I'm going to be in the community, however we define community, um, getting the word out about starting businesses. Well, that's cool. Is there mm-hmm. any website, any uh, any place we should look for it? Well, not yet. So I guess that means that I have to be a guest part two. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, and Montressa, if you if you do find one or get to one, let us know. We we are happy to pass the word along about where people can get more information on that. Cause I'd like to know it myself. I might come up with a new way to spell Jiffy or Giffy and have a new <laughs> website that I can plug yeah. with. Getting yeah. I, I, I'm a small business owner. Uh, you know, Shenandoah women's basketball is, is our, as our brand is our company. And yes. we, we, you know, I could learn a lot. I think if I were to sit in on any of these yeah. uh, business school things, I was just a history major. So I'm just a sponge ready for you, Montressa. Just a well, history yeah. major. Just oh, a history oh, major. Oh, hey, we love arts and sciences. Yes, we do. <laughs> Well, my undergrad was in English, so I am, you know, liberal arts to the core. 
Love it. There you go. Nice. Very good. Uh, Melissa, anything you want to plug? Go Hornets. Go Hornets. Always. Scott? Subscribe, rate, review this podcast. Maybe we can make a a business out of this podcast. That's right. We'll we'll take Montress's class about getting this into a bigger business and continue to spread the word. Mm -hmm. Again, our email address is buzzwords at su.edu. Website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. Joey, who's our, our sponsor of the day today? Our sponsor of the day is Zoom Breakout Rooms. When you need to spend five minutes doing something that should take 30 seconds, check out <laughs> Zoom Breakout Rooms. That's right. If class is just going too fast and you need to slow it down and lose all your momentum. <laughs> no better speed bump than That's Zoom right. Breakout Rooms <laughs> when class is going too like well. in those breakout rooms. Right, exactly. Well, we want to thank Montressa Washington again for being our guest on here this week. It was very informative and great hearing from you, Montressa. And we really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to join us. And we hope that everybody else has enjoyed listening to you as much as we have and are able to contact you with any questions they might have. Well, thanks for having me. And next week, our another we got an, sorry in two weeks. That's right, in two weeks we have another special guest. We have Erica Francis from the School of Health Professions will be our next very special guest on our podcast, season one, episode three. So make sure to tune in to our website subuzzwords.podbean.com. Check us out on a couple of different ways to listen to these amazing podcasts. But until then, we just want to tell you to. Keep Keep on on buzzing. buzzing.